This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, April 21st. Good morning. I'm Jeff Talley. Here's today's headlines. Rural lawmakers fear urban money grab. Ag Bill gets starring role. And Judge bring the funding ideas. Skeptics of a rural spending bill fear a money grab from urban lawmakers. A bill proposing $1 billion for infrastructure projects in rural communities drew broad support in the Assembly's new Emergency Management Committee recently. Yet rural lawmakers worried it would grant too much control to urban lawmakers. Assembly member Adam Gray of Merced took issue with the committee that would allocate the funding. It would include the governor's appointee and the Senate and Assembly leaders representing the interests of San Francisco, San Diego, and Los Angeles. This has been one of the worst speakers for rural California in some time, said Gray, referring to Assembly Speaker Anthony Rendon of Lakewood. Gray's also expressed frustration over the Water Commission delaying funds from the 2014 Prop 1 water bond that were meant for water storage projects. We've had a relatively poor track record of following through past the talking points of infrastructure investment, he said. Gray also took issue over the bill excluding water storage investments, calling it too controversial with our urban colleagues. Assembly member Ken Cooley of Ranchero Cordova clarified that it only counties with populations of 300,000 or less would qualify, meaning urban interests would not be able to reappropriate the funding to other regions. Ag lawmaker goes toe-to-toe with plant-based foods advocate. A food and ag bond proposal has pitted some environmental groups against each other and raised frustrations from one lawmaker with a farming background. Dozens of environmental and sustainable ag groups support the measure. At issue during a recent hearing were provisions that would fund livestock programs for reducing methane emissions as well as fuel loads for wildfires. Among the three groups opposed, Reverend Beth Love of Eat for the Earth asserted that animal agriculture, quote, bears significant responsibility for the climate chaos, food insecurity, pandemic risk, and disproportionate poor health outcomes. Republican Assembly member Heath Flora of Ripon asked why interest groups like hers would oppose such efforts to reduce emissions, adding, this premise that we're going to turn our entire state to a plant-based protein diet is fundamentally flawed. Love responded that animal agriculture gets large subsidies that lower the cost of products. Fruits and vegetables would be more affordable without the subsidies. Interjecting Flora before returning to the initial question, the last time I checked, a salad was more expensive than a hamburger. I quit my job as a minister, my paid job, because of how much I care about the climate crisis, said Love, as the conversation turned heated. I share your concern about our environment and our kids, said Flora. I also want our kids to be able to eat. And climate bill sets stage for climate action. The last time Democratic administration tried to pass a climate legislation, it was 2009. The bill died in the Senate partly because of resistance from farm groups. Well, this year, the first significant climate bill a congressional committee is going to vote on 
is a measure that is backed by farm groups that the Growing Climate Solutions Act, which is aimed at facilitating the development of ag carbon markets. The Senate Ag Committee will vote on the bill uh, on Thursday, the same day that President Biden opens his online global summit in climate policy. Biden faces a tough task in convincing other world leaders that the U.S. is serious about reducing greenhouse gas emissions. Senate Ag Committee action is a small step in that direction, although it's a long way from something like clean energy standard or carbon tax. Also take note, Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow of Michigan confirmed to reporters yesterday she is working to get more Farm Bill conservation funding included in an infrastructure package. Now, by the way, Senator Ed Markey, the Massachusetts Democrat, and Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez of New York yesterday unveiled a piece of the Green New Deal that the Civilian Climate Corps for Jobs and Justice Act. The bill would establish a civilian climate corps that would, among other things, be assigned with helping producers transition to, quote, more regenerative farming and ranching systems. Now, for more on the eye on the details of the Growing Climate Solutions Act, you can read our story about the new version of it at agripulse.com. Also, watch for our weekly Agripulse newsletter. Environmental Groups Back 30 by 30 Initiative. Conservation groups have come out strongly in favor of the Biden administration's goal of conserving 30% of the nation's land and waters by 2030, arguing that such a large-scale effort will put tens of thousands of Americans to work. In a letter to Biden, more than 300 groups said the 30 by 30 is the bare minimum needed to recover imperiled wildlife, ensure clean air and drinking water, and buffer against the worst impacts of climate change. Keep in mind, farmers are wary of the goal, afraid it might encroach on private land ownership. According to the Interior Department, about 23% of America's ocean has strong protections, but that's the case of only 12% of its land. The conservation groups say they look forward to working with farmers and others as the effort moves forward. Report gauges impact of ending stepped-up basis. A new study that the accounting firm EY conducted for a coalition of business groups says that repealing stepped-up basis would trim U.S. GDP by about $10 billion a year and reduce employment by up to 80,000 jobs. By comparison, U.S. GDP in 2020 was $21 trillion. The study also says repealing stepped-up basis would reduce worker wages by $32 for every $100 raised in additional tax revenue. Biden proposed during his campaign to eliminate the step-up in basis for inherited assets. Farm groups fear the idea could make it into the spending package that Democrats will be putting together in the coming weeks. Beauty Judge, Biden open to funding alternatives. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who has been tasked with selling the Biden administration's infrastructure package on Capitol Hill, says the administration is willing to consider funding mechanisms outside of corporate taxes or such ideas as repealing stepped-up basis. Buttigieg tells AgriPulse that alternative revenue sources are welcome so long as they are, quote, consistent with the president's promise not to raise taxes on ordinary Americans. This is definitely the right time for folks with other ideas to bring them forward. He says Biden wants the package to include, quote, 
all of America, and that certainly includes rural America. Well, here's today's He Said It. Not a lot of my community is eating tofu tacos from the taco truck. That assembly member Heath Flora in describing the low-income residents in his district who survive on dollar tacos. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, April 21st. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Kelly.